Hey guys, this is Daniel Burnett with TrainLikeARanger.com. Today I have Tom Berhani on the podcast. Tom is a Ranger and Green Beret. I'm very excited to talk to Tom. How you doing? Hey, good, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Fucking yeah. honor, man. For real. Uh, honor for me as well. We've actually done a podcast already. Uh, something I want to promote is your podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so my platform, um, you know, I would say mainly is uh, mental health. Uh, but it's really to like inspire and motivate, you know what I mean? Like just as a whole, um, not just for mental health, but just in life succeed su success, you know what I mean? Just, just setting a goal and getting at it. Um, I would say, you know, like we were just talking a second ago, I would say my, uh, you know, even though target audience right now is military and telling their story, my whole thing is, you know, we all suffer from mental health, you know what I mean? And we all get through it somehow. So we all need to listen to each other and hear what, you know what I'm saying, how people go through some stuff. Um, and also to give a view of what the last, you know, 20 years of this war has 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 been on 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 soldiers. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us have lost people to suicide and whatnot. Um, so kind of like, you know, just just bring more light to that portion of it, you know, to the whole mental health aspect. So, yeah, it's mainly it's, it's beyond uh, motivating and uh, inspirational. I hear someone like you. Uh, Thank you, man. Do those things. Uh, so, Tom, Tom, again, was ranger and, and he's green beret uh you've been in for for how long 20 uh i just hit my 20 years i had a little gap break uh but my uh um the day i actually signed the papers man was may 4th of 2000 um and i had an eight eight month break like we we're talking back in 07 08 so um so 20 yeah 20 plus years man that's, a, that's incredible yeah i've been doing this more than I've been a civilian, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. So what, what made you join the Army initially? <sighs> Man, um, really just, I, you know, I see my dad. My dad was in Ethiopia. We're from Ethiopia. We're from, you know, um, my dad's from Ethiopia. My mom's from Eritrea. I was born in Sudan. So, like, my dad used to be in the Ethiopian uh, um, army back back in the day, but my dad's a manly man, you know what I mean? And and there's only two boys, so like watching him, I just always wanted to. I guess deep inside, I kind of wanted to like prove something, like you know what I mean, that that I can do all this stuff, and you know. Uh, but coming to America, um, you know, I would see those commercials, man, be all you could be, and that's what motivated me. And I was like, yo, I want to do that. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I just knew it was the army, and I I just you know something about it drew me to it, and. I knew that was what I wanted to do from, you know, from the beginning. And at the same time, really joining was a way that I could give back to America. You know what I'm saying? For giving my family the opportunity to even come to America and, and have a better life. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, if I would have stayed back in Ethiopia, man, or back in Sudan, who knows, you know, if I'd even be alive today. Right. So, yeah. yeah man. So what, did you go initially into Ranger Bad or did you spend time elsewhere? No, no. So um, so when I first joined, um, you know, at the time, I just wanted to get the fuck out of Minnesota and, and go somewhere warm. Like, that was it. Like, like, right. like, that's all I wanted, man. And I remember going to the recruiter. And even back then, even though I didn't, I didn't know anything about the Army, I knew I was going to stand up for what I wanted. You know what I mean? The recruiter was trying to sell me on, you know. All, this, all these jobs in different places. Like, for instance, he wanted me to be a mechanic. And I was like, but I'm not like, that's not my, I have no drive for that. Like, I don't want it. I just want to be the guy that fights the war. That's, you know what I'm saying? I just want to be on the ground. And uh, he was like, all right, you know, that took a little bit getting that. And finally, I got it um, from him trying to convince me to be a mechanic. And then 
he was like, okay, well, I got Fort Campbell. And I remember the first thing I ever asked was, does it snow there? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, then no. Nah. <laughs> I was like, nah. I was like, nah, I don't want to go there. And he was like, well, that's all I got. And that's all, you know what I'm saying? That's all you're going to get. And I was like, oh. I was like, you know, I want to go to Hawaii, but I'll wait for it. I was like, you know, I'm not in a rush. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wait. And it was not even like a couple days later. Like, he calls me. He's like, hey, man, Hawaii just opened up. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll take it. You know what I mean? So I went to Hawaii. Um, I was at Schofield Barracks. Uh, uh, Charlie Company 114 Infantry, and that's where I started at, man. Uh, I, I got there. So I initially went National Guard, but then, you know, as, as soon as basic got done, I went active. Uh, went to Hawaii, and uh, I got to Hawaii, signed in on, in, in like, January 1st or January 2nd, something crazy like that, um, or December something, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got to Hawaii in about 2000, end of, end of, end of 2000, beginning of 2001. How was Hawaii? What was your? I loved it. Like, yeah, I love. Like, yeah, man, I loved it, man. I loved. Uh, I lo I loved the unit. You know, I was young. I was like, you know, super motivated. Like, you know, just trying to do everything I possibly could, trying to shine, trying to, you know, just trying to uh, make a name for myself. I guess you know what I'm saying because, like, I knew at basic training that I was good at this. Like, you know what I mean? Like that I loved it, and I knew that I had a passion for it. So, like, when I got to Hawaii. Um, you know, I was shining, man, and 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 you know, some people took took notice of that. You know what I mean, and and would take me underneath their wings and and guide me in the right direction on, you know, what what I should do and what I need to do next in order to uh, proceed with my career. Um, it it was great, man. I met some awesome, awesome people there. Yeah. What was the what was the push to go to Ranger Bat? <laughs> Funny story, man. Um, so my platoon sergeant was from First Ranger Battalion. And that was the first time I ever seen a ranger, like ever. Uh, um, and that was probably almost maybe eight months after I got to Hawaii. And I, I didn't know what the fuck a ranger was, but I know this guy was quiet. He was very professional. Like he commanded the room when he walked in. You know what I mean? Like he, like everything about him, I was just like, yo, I want to be like that fucking guy. Like that's fucking badass, man. Um, and then shortly afterwards, we had a, a guy come from um, – um, second ranger battalion and same thing man everybody was just like like looking up to these dudes and i was like what the fuck like it's all because of that fucking thing on his fucking shoulder like i want that you know what i mean right so so again man like my platoon sergeant and um um that gentleman um you know took note and they helped me out man all the time like you know what i mean just 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 guiding me just making sure i was doing the right stuff and all that i was in bosnia and my re-enlistment was coming up and I'll never forget this day, man. Like we're walking down the street patrolling, and I'm I'm on the right side, platoon sergeant's on the left side. He calls me over, and uh, he goes, "So your reenlistment's coming up. Where do you want to go?" I'm saying, "Like, what are you gonna do?" And I was like, oh, "I want to go to 82nd." Thinking, you know, that's the, the next. I know that man. I was scared of Ranger Battalion. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that wasn't a thought. Like I was I was scared of it. Like I was like, "Motherfucker, just crazy." Like, <laughs> like motherfucker, crazy. Like I don't know. Like I don't know if I have it. You know what I mean? Like like. I literally was thinking that. So anyways, I was like, yeah, I want to go to 82nd, thinking he was going to be like, yeah, that's cool. And he was like, no, nah, that's not happening. I was like, oh, okay, like, like that, do something wrong? I'm like, okay, well, how about, you know, 101st? He's like, no, like, you're not going to any of those. Like, you're going to Ranger Battalion. And I was like, man, uh, like, I don't know about that. Like, I don't know. And he's like, well, that's what's happening. Like, you're going to Ranger Battalion. And we get back, and I get ready to re-enlist. And uh, I didn't know he could do this, man, but... I went to the recruiter and I was like, I want to go to, to 82nd. And the recruiter was like, well, I talked to your platoon sergeant. And, <laughs> and, 
and we got you and and you go and you go to range baton and we got your orders going all the way to first and i was like well i guess if i don't have a choice like you know what i mean but i'm grateful that he played it like that you know what i mean uh yeah. but yeah so so that was why i went to range baton um you know i was just always about challenging myself man and like want to be part of the best and better and you know just, just always improving myself and um even though i was scared i knew that was the next route you know what i mean right so you went through uh you went the rip which i think is uh is awesome to cover <laughs> with somebody uh, can you tell me what what that was like <sighs> scary bro scary. Twice. i forgot to yes. mention you did it twice i did do it twice man um scary uh you know I'm the type of person um, where everything that I've ever done, I didn't know what the fuck I was getting. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew what I was getting into, but I didn't know like what to expect. Like as far as like other people knew, like hey, on this day they're gonna do this and they're gonna do this, and I was just like, all right, man, I'm just gonna go in here and get smoked and survive and run as fast as I could, rock as fast as I could, carry, you know, just just do the best I could, and that's all I knew. I didn't I didn't really know anything else, man. And I remember. My first day there, we get picked up from Airborne. You know, they 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 uh, run us to to the to the uh, blacktop, and we got all our bags and shit. And you know, when you go to those main doors and you go to the hallway and you make a left, and then there's that open, there's that room. I think they still do classes back there or whatnot. I don't. Yes. Right. So like, we go back there and they're having us dump all our shit. You know, what I'm saying opposite just to do a fucking you know um. Uh, uh, Oh wow! I just went fucking like um to make sure we had everything, and uh, uh, bro, it was like we had we had uh, uh, instructors like throwing locks at us, like punching motherfuckers. Like, I was like, yo, can they do this shit? Like, <laughs> like, but you're so scared, you know what I mean? You're just like, well, whatever. I just want to be a ranger. I mean, if they, this is what it takes, this is what it takes. Uh, bring uh, rip is a thirty day smoke fest and just survive like that's all you need to do is fucking survive that bitch like not quit you know what i mean like that was literally it um you know anybody that knows anything about cold range um six days of just like literally just getting motherfuckers quit like that's that's i think that's the whole purpose of of cold range is just to get the people to quit um so yeah man uh rip was scary but yet um motivating especially with the guys you're with you know what i mean because it, like you know a lot of a lot of those guys want to be there like bad you know um even though we start we started with like 300 and something and only graduated i think it was like 60 something or 50 something and um you know you come very tight with each other man you know and, and it's just i just like that shit man like just getting like it like it was cool like you know what i mean getting smoked like it of course it sucks but it's something about it that while you're doing it and afterwards you feel like you accomplished a little something, you know what I mean? Like you're just that much harder, like you're just that much tougher and you can take a little more, you know what I mean? And I think I just enjoyed a lot of that. And I think Ranger Battalion just like honestly taught me that and, and, and instilled that more into me and brought it out. Does that kind of make sense? Like it was always in me, but I was always scared to bring it out. And, I, and Ranger Battalion was like, well, you're going to bring it out. <laughs> and, yeah. and we're going to bring it out of you one way or another or else See you later. You know what I mean? Right. You adapt yeah. or, or they run you over. See you later, man. We ain't got no time for that. You know? Yeah. yeah. So how how long were you? Uh, so we talked before this podcast. Uh, to, to clarify for everybody, he went through uh, Rip, was in, was in a, you were in first bat, right? Yep. And then you 
took some time, got out, and then yep. wanted to come back. And yeah. Yeah. So so um, we were in. Um, we did our last deployment in Ramadi of '06, um, and I had just became a squad leader. Like you know what I mean? Like I was leading fucking Rangers in combat, man, which was you know was, was like something like big. And I was excited about it. And I had everything in my head. Dude, I had everything. Like, you know, I had the squad, like the game of the squad that I was, you know what I'm saying, uh, a team leader in. And um, um, they were going to give me a college, you know what I'm saying, like like six months college. And and at the time, it was $30,000 bonus. But I was a hardhead. I was like, no, I need to go see what's 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 out there. Like, I need to go see what, what civilian life has to hold. Because I knew, even getting out, bro, I knew I was going to come back in. Like, that was the funny thing is, like, so even today I look back and I'm like, why the fuck did I get out? Like, I knew I was going to come back in, you know, right. uh, but I got out um, just to see what's out there because it was it was the height of the contracting era. So I was like, you know, let me see. But I had saved up a lot of money and and I got home and I just drank, fought, went to jail, you know, and and then just just because I was still so fucking turned on, man. You know what I mean? I was still so turned on. I mean, going, you know deploying every six months and at that time um you know i would have my buddies uh from my old squad um they know who they are um they would call me or you know i mean i'll talk to them from overseas and and like it started eating me up because like they were just getting at it you know what i mean and i kind of felt like damn man i just got the squad before i left and then i left you know what i mean and, and now they're getting at it and all this shit's happening and i was like fuck i need to go back in like you know what i mean like i need to be fucking with my boys man so yeah, so so <laughs> so like I said earlier, man. Like I go to the recruiter and I was like, "Hey, I want to go back to Ranger Battalion." And she's like, "Nah, that's not how that happens. Like, like you just don't get to come in here." She's like, "Ranger Battalion is not." She's like, "We don't even control that." And I was like, "Oh, I, I was like, all right, well, um, what do we need to do? Who do we need to talk to? You know what I mean?" And she's like, "You got to go to regular army first. And I was like, "Nah, that's not happening. Like, <laughs> like I'm going back to Ranger Battalion. So I call my platoon or my old platoon sergeant at the time. And I call his house and his uh, wife picks up and she goes, uh, you know, hey, it's Brahani. And, you know, he gets on the phone and the first thing he says, I'll not seriously I'll never forget this, man. The first thing he says to me is, you dumb fuck. Like, you want to come back, don't you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, like, literally, he didn't ask me what I, like, that was, he just knew, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, I want to come back. And he's like, all right. So I told him, you know, what the recruiters had told me, and he was like, all right, let me see what I can do. And, you know, like I told you, it was like, bro, it was like four days, maybe five days. It definitely wasn't a week. It was like just a few days. The recruiter calls me, and you can tell she's like, what the fuck? She's like, I don't know who you know or what you pulled, but you got orders taking you back to Savannah, Georgia, Hunter Army Airfield. And I'm like, are you for real? She's like, yeah. So, you know, I got excited, man. So I went back. Um, from, the, from the time the orders came, I was – I was back in Savannah probably within like two weeks, maybe three weeks max. Um, they were deployed. I was getting ready to deploy. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as I got there, Sergeant Major Smith at the time was like, hey, you're deploying. Like, pack your shit up. And, you know, like I had gotten him. He's like, pack your shit up. You're leaving. And I was like, cool. And uh, like I told you earlier, somebody, rear D up there at the S shop. Um, I don't know if they had something against me or what it was, but they were like, hey, Tom can't deploy. He's got to fucking go back to RIP. And I remember people were like, hey, it's okay. Like, you know, it, it's it's only been like eight months. Like, he'll go afterwards. He'll go after this deployment. You know what I mean? Like, no big deal. And this dude was like, no. He's like, it's policy. And I think he was like an E5 or an E6, but he, he just wasn't letting it go. You know what I mean? Right. So 
they send me back to RIP, man, while they're deployed. So RIP had already, um, disclaimer, so RIP had already been, uh, RIP was already started. It was like a week into it, I think. But I mean, like I said, man, like I had, you know, X amount of deployments before, literally eight months prior. So it's like, they're like, hey, man, like, we just need you to go check the box. Like, we know they started, but just go check the box and, and you know what I mean? Just go knock the shit, come back. But yeah, so they already week into it. And like I said, um, there was a gentleman there. Uh, we won't say his name, but there was a gentleman there that I had smoked as a private. And he did not forget that shit. He did not forget that 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 Sergeant Rahani smoked the fuck out of him. And he was not letting that shit go, man. And, you know, like I told you, he would just smoke me all the time, like for anything. Like he would just like literally, you know, like. I'll give you an example. Like he'd be at the end of the hallway, way at the end by the by the cadre uh, office, right? And he'd come upstairs to our floor and be like, "Where's Sean Brahani at?" And as soon as I'd answer, he'd be like, "You know, uh, uh, bear crawl to me, or you know, low crawl to me." And I'm just like, "What?" And I would do it, Oof. and then I would, and then I would, you know, bear crawl to him, whatever. And he'd be like, "So uh, when we get back to Spain, man, you want to hang out?" And I'm like, "What?" You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, like you can't smoke me and then ask me to hang out. Like that's not how that works, man. Right. But uh, yeah, man. So like, I go back the second time, which you know, which um, I don't know how I really felt about that. I mean, it is what it is. I had to do it. You know what I mean? Like, policies is a policy, and I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I was gonna do whatever I needed to to stay in Ranger Battalion. Like, like I'm not going anywhere else. Right. So I didn't mind going back at all. It was just I wanted to deploy instead of go there, obviously. You know what I mean? Right. But it was cool, man. Like I said, um, you know, when I got there, the sergeant major at the time was my old first sergeant. So, you know, um, the only person that treated me bad was that one dude. But, uh, you know, it, it was a good experience second time around. Yeah. I don't know if I could have done it at a third if I had to. Man. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know if I could have had I could imagine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it, I love teaching too. So, like, you know, being there, and that's my second time. Um, it was cool to see all these other younger dudes look up to you there, and, you, and you're still kind of mentoring them from there. You know what I mean? Um, because as you know, man, like, you know, you graduate RIP and you could literally be, in combat within like fucking a day or two after graduating you know what i mean you graduate on a friday fucking tuesday you, you you could be in combat like doing a mission you know what i mean so seeing these dudes you know what i mean and 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 just mentoring them um was pretty cool because you know you had the cadres who would you know their job is just to fucking you know what i mean teach you and smoke the fuck out of you where you know i'm there like trying to mentor these guys you know even while we're there you know you know how it is people always asking questions like, hey, man, so, you know, so so you just got back from town. So you were just there. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm there right now. You know what I'm saying? How people just got questions. But you just help them out, man. And and um, it was a good experience. I'll say that. It was it was a very, very, very good experience second time around. First time around was more of a blur. For sure. Yeah, hourly, uh, <laughs> we kind of covered it with, a, with another friend. But I, I had trouble recalling kind of some of the things we did. So. That would yeah, be uh, that'd be awesome to have someone like you show up and be like, "Yeah, I've been there." You not only you're not like someone import like you, you exactly, yeah. exactly, man, exactly, and and you know that was the thing. Like I said, because like like I was literally in town. Like 
I, I was just coming there just to check the box. So like, you know what I mean? Like I already had a home in Savannah, in Savannah and all that. Shit. I'd already been at the unit signed in and all that stuff. You know, like I said, so it was, you know, it was good, man. I'm like, you understand some of them dudes I ended up going to first range back with. So like, you know what I mean? Like you got to make sure they're scored away too. You know, right. you got to make sure everybody fucking knows what they're doing, man. And, and you know how it is in rip, man. Um, you stick together no matter what. Like it doesn't matter if, if, if you're 30 years old or 19 years old. You know what I mean? Like you're going through this shit together and you're going to stick together and you're going to help each other out. Um, you know, uh, unless you're just a quitter. And then after that, it really doesn't even matter anyhow. Right. Yeah. But yeah, man. How'd you, uh, how'd you like Savannah? That's, uh, that's where I was too, by the way. Uh, yeah, I know. Bro, I, you know, I joke all the time and you know, we all joke about, you know, first bat, best bat, but man, I mean, bro, you can't get no better location. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. <laughs> like, like you can't get no better location, man. Like, um, you know, like I tell people all the time, people are always asking, and I'm like, people that go to second bat, it's because they live on the West coast and they just want to be close to their family on the West coast. The majority of the time, you know what I mean? Or, right. or you say some of the time, the other times they just, you know, people just get stuck where they go, but. Bro, I don't know if I would have stayed as long as I stayed if I wasn't at first bet. Like, I'm not kidding you. I don't like Columbus. It's depressing. And I don't like this the Washington weather. Yeah. So, like, I would have been. Yeah, man. But I loved Savannah. Uh, I mean, you know, you got Jacksonville, what, I think like an hour maybe, 45 minutes. Uh you know, you got Florida, you got Atlanta, you got you got all these places to go to, man. Uh, Hilt Head, like there was never um, um, and a, a time when there was nothing going on or, or you were bored. Like never. Right. I mean, you know, and, and what can you say about the nightlife? Well, I mean, good God, man. It was a great time. Yeah. <laughs> like, those were definitely some of my best years, man. Definitely. It was it was, it was a great, great time there, man. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a good time, bro. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I actually uh, moved to Wilmington Island for a bit before I got out, and that okay. was great. Like, lived in a duplex, went to Tybee all the time. Yep, just a good time all around. Great. Location. I had a buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it really is, man, and it, it's just so beautiful there all the time. Like, it really is, man. Even you know, like the winters are short and mild. So, like, that was the one thing I loved about it. Matter of fact, when I left. Um, me and my ex-wife, um, glad we didn't do it now, but at the time we were wanting to buy a house and just rent it out while we were gone because we wanted to come back and retire there. That's how much I love Savannah. Like Savannah is amazing, man. For anybody that has never been, you need to go. And if you're trying to get an option 40, you ask for fucking first bet. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, I've been trying to find an excuse to go back, honestly. Uh, Dan, so, I do too, man. I, bro, I live four hours away here at Bragg, and, and I'm always trying to like come up with a reason to go, <laughs> like just to go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's quite the drive for me. It's like 18 hours uh, drive. Oh, no. Plane ticket. Yeah, I'm gonna find a reason though. I'm gonna find a reason one of these days. Next St. Patty's Day, you gotta go. Yeah, could do that. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever go to any of those? By the way. Yeah, yeah, I got to be in one of those. So, um, out of all the years, man, I was there, but from um oh beginning of 04 to 10 and um i i was only in like two and then the rest obviously we were deployed but i tell people like you're only going to go to one and after that like you really don't even want to be around the downtown area like you know what i'm saying it's just so packed and the piss and like 
congested. Yeah, very Bro, congested. Like, I, I remember I went the first time, and then the second time we, you know, what I'm saying I was, we did the parade, obviously, and then I, and then I just kind of went back home after that because I was like, dude, I'm not gonna hang around here. This is this is this is insane, man. Uh, yeah, but yeah, if you've never been to Savannah for St. Patty's Day, that's like I don't even drink, but I probably would go back just for the you know what I'm saying the experience in the in the uh yeah the experience again you know what i mean because it's yeah. been a while man it's been a while i feel like uh I, I i hardly drink anymore either but i feel like if i if i went back it would just be it would just happen like i'd just i'd be blackout for some reason you know well you can't be in savannah and not drink right like, like it's very hard it's got that asthma i don't know it's the atmosphere or something it really is man yeah yeah bro uh the amount of drinking that i did there was yeah i mean, I mean literally i think that's just what it i mean it's 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 a it's a party tourist town full of fucking bars you know especially off the river like it's that's what everything is down there yeah bars and clubs man but yeah yeah good fucking time hard. yeah man great times man so uh you know whenever whenever you transitioned from ranger to sf was that a direct transition like what do you mean like did you drop a packet to go sf from from ranger I did, I did, man. Um, I was in Recce at the time, so this was my second deployment with Recce, I believe. Yeah, I, I believe my second. And um, we uh, were deployed, man, and um, we see this SF team come in, right? And you know how it is in JSOC and all that shit. Like, everybody is very secretive with their stuff and don't want to help, you know what I mean, with intel and shit like that. Right. So I remember, I remember seeing, I was, I was part of this program um, and I seen this SF team come in, man, and nobody wanted to really share with these dudes a lot of intel. So they had to build everything from the ground up. And I remember watching these dudes start from like literally a driver of a low key, low level guy, like a nobody, like, you know what I mean? But the driver of that guy. And, and I seen that and I'd say about four months in these dudes operations were like going after like some of the biggest dudes out there and i was like they built all that shit by themselves like from the ground up like just just that team and, and i remember my team sergeant at the time uh ryan moulton was like yeah man that's what sf does you know they got an intel guy they got this and i was like for real I was like yo that's badass i was like i want to do that and me and another buddy of mine who's at 10th group um um he also decided, you know what I'm saying, at the same time we were talking, he was like, yo, when we get back, let's go. You know what I mean? And I was like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? But again, like I was, you know, like we were talking earlier, um, I I believed in myself, but I was still nervous. Like, oh shit, like what if I go fail this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, ah. so, you know, like I tell people all the time, like if you want to do something, you got to do it, man. And, and and that has been the thing with me throughout my career is like, if you're going to do something, just, just, just fucking do it. You know what I mean? And the reason I say this is because when we came back from that from that deployment, me and my buddy on my team decided to go to selection like like a month, maybe two months after we got back from from that deployment. You know, and I was trying to come up with all the excuses in the book about why I wasn't ready. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh man, let's just go in the summer. Let's just go, you know, like let's just go. And he's like, no man, I'm going, and you need to go. Just knock it out. He's like, you, he was like, if you're gonna go in fucking three months, five months. Why not just go now and knock it out? And I was like, oh, well, I mean, you know, like, you know, <laughs> like trying to come up with all these fucking excuses, man. And my buddy was like, no, man, we're going. Like, we're going. And I was like, all right, like, 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, like, okay. And we went and, you know, um, went, got selected, and it's different uh, from what, again, that that show, uh, two, is it Two Weeks in Hell or Two two Weeks in Hell, I think it was? That sounds right. Yeah, so um, um, that one had just came out, and I had watched it, but I still usually like to go into things blind, like, you know what I mean? I, I hate G2 and shit because it's, it's very depressing when things don't go the way that you're expecting it to. <laughs> right. So I just like to just take one day at a time and just, you know, knock out whatever event and just go. So, you know, one thing for me, it was, it was, was, was different. Um, the selection wise man was that, uh, they don't yell at you. They just take a yellow notebook out and just write shit and just stare at you. And you're just like, what the fuck are you writing, man? And, and they don't say nothing to you. They don't yell at you. They don't nothing. Like they just let you go. You know what I mean? And I think that's more, more nerve wracking for me than just getting yelled at. At least when I'm getting called dumb and stupid, I know what the fuck I'm doing wrong. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when somebody is just, just staring at you and, you know, very stoic face and just writing and you're just like, fuck, you know, so every day your stress level is just like, so I guess it kind of evens out where you get smoked, but here the, the stress level is a little different because you're like, man, what is he writing? I'm like, Am I gonna get selected? It, like, fuck. Like, is it even? You know, I'm like, all these thoughts would go in your head. Like, is it even worth it for me to keep going? Should I just say fuck it? Like, they keep writing. You know what I mean? And, and, and you just keep getting in your head. Where, um, you know, in Rip, you don't have time to think about all that shit. You're just getting smoked. Like, like that. That quitting is not really. It it doesn't have time to linger. It's either you're gonna quit or you're not. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 kind of it. When you're at Rip, you're either gonna quit or you're not. Because it, it, it doesn't have time to, like, sit there. Because, you know what I'm saying, you're getting smoked so often at RIP that what you're thinking is, hey, man, I'm not doing this exercise. I'm done. I quit. Right. Where at selection, it's such a mind fuck, you start getting in your own head. You know what I mean? You start getting in your own head because you're like, man, did I – man, I came in the middle of the pack, but was the middle of the pack pass? Or did they – you know what I mean? Like, like, even though it's the middle of the pack, you don't know. Like, so you're just, you know, constantly in your head, like – why is he writing this? Oh shit, man. I fell behind on this or I, I don't feel like I carried, you know, uh, my share on, on this or whatever it may be. You start getting in your head and you know, that is what causes people to, to, to just quit because you, you're so into your head that you convince yourself that you, 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 you just self-select, you know what I mean? Um, and, and that's, I think for me, that's a lot worse, that mental fuck than the physical. Like, I could do the, you say, the physical shit, like, any day. The mental fuck, man, it's 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 a little different, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's – yeah, it's a trip, man. What, what would you say, like um, – what would you say is your biggest advice for the two selections, both uh, RIP, which is now RASP, uh, and, and, and SF selection? What is your big tips for that? So for for Rasp, um, you know, obviously I went through RIP and and I think Rasp is, a, is is honestly a great program. Um, you know, like you and I were talking before, uh, you know, back in the day, RIP was just RIP. It was, you know, like I said, it was just getting smoked. Like that was it. You weren't learning how to shoot. You weren't learning demo. You weren't learning anything. You were just there to do your 30 days and, and get selected and go to your battalion. Um, but when we were there, man, you know, 
you would hope for a good while, you would hope you didn't get any fucking new guys. Like you just wanted your squad and your team. And that's it because you were so fine tuned with each other. You know what I mean? You knew what each person, person, you knew what, <laughs> you know what each person is thinking, what they're going to, how they're going to react to certain situations. You know what I mean? Because you've worked with each other for so long, you know, which way that guy's going to go left. That guy's going to go right. Cause that's how he does it. You know, in, in, in this situation. So you become so fine tuned that that when you get a new guy, now you're taking 10 steps back, man. And it just sucks. So with Ras, man, you know, like I tell everybody, um, you know, what I'm saying some of the younger guys that I that I talk to, I tell them all the time, like, hey man, learn, ask, you know what I'm saying? Ask, ask whatever questions you want so that you can get to your battalion more prep than what the instructors are already teaching you. you know what I'm saying they're gonna teach you enough. But if you don't understand something, you do not want to get to battalion knowing something you should have been, you know what I'm saying, paying attention to or or, or or ask so that you don't put your team behind. But you know, for for like uh Rasp, you know, you just gotta stay mentally strong, man. Like, you know, you just you, you have to like you can't you just gotta suck it up and and you know um stay tough, stay mentally tough, man. With SF selection. The biggest thing I would say is you got to stay, you know, I always tell, you know, I, t I tell the guys all the time when I was at SFAS, I'm like, you got like quitting is, cont is very contagious. You know what I mean? Negativity is very, very, very contagious. Yeah. The biggest thing, you know, like I was saying earlier, like at RIP, if you want to quit, you're going to quit. There's no halfway. It's either you're going to or you're not. We're at selection, you know, it's, let's say me and you are hanging out and I'm already thinking about quitting. I'm going to start bitching to you. You know what I mean? And then you're going to be like, ah, yeah, man, like, I, fuck this shit. I was fine at my unit before I got here. You know what I'm saying? You just start playing these games with your mind. And then next thing you know, you you came there mentally prepared, but now you, you're you letting everybody else fuck you over. And that's the biggest thing is is the what I always tell people is you got to stay away from that shit. Like you, you smell or you hear somebody saying they want to quit or the, even the fucking thought or you see it on their face, stay the fuck away from them because – when you're at your worst, when you're sucking, when you're hurting, all it takes is that one motherfucker to quit. And then, it, you know what I'm saying? And if that was your friend, you're going to start thinking, fuck, man, well, I could be over there too now. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so my advice would be, you know, one, if, you, one, if you're going to go to SFAS, don't go there with any injuries at all. Like, you got to go there 100%. Like, you know what I mean? You, like, you got to go there 100%. No injuries, not even an ache, no pain, no nothing. Um, you know, and the other thing I would tell and, you know, what I would tell and what I do tell um, the candidates is stay away from negativity and quitters like like plain and simple, like just stay away from them because, you know, once you say those words, you know, what I'm saying I want to voluntarily withdraw like there's no coming back from that. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Right. And you only get, you know, maybe one opportunity and that's it. So, um, you know. Even even for SFS, you know, I would say, you know, just be mentally tough. But I would say this for the Q course is, and I tell this to people all the time, it's a fucking marathon. It's a marathon. And it's boring. And it's going to suck. And it's long. And you're not going to want to be there. You know what I mean? Um, you know, for me during six months, so I'm fluent Arabic, but um, I couldn't read and write it because, you, know you know what I'm saying, like I forgot how to read and, uh, how to read and write it. So instead of uh, testing out, I was like, yo, you know, can I just go back through the course, um, you know, and, and just so I can learn how to read and write. And that's six, 
excuse me, six months. Put it like this, man. About four months in, I was I called back to that same platoon sergeant that I called the first time I got out, and I was like, "Hey, I'm thinking about coming back." <laughs> he was like, "Well, we can't touch you until you quit." And I was like, "Well, I, yeah, nah, I can't do that, man. I can't quit." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Well, that's the only way." I was like, "So I got to go tell them I quit." I was like, "Nah, I can't do that." I was like, "I'll just suck it up." <laughs> right. I was like, like "No, nah, I'll just suck it up." You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna lie, I debated it because I just wanted to get back. I just like wanted to deploy. I just, you know what I mean? I just wanted to go back to doing my job, man. And like language was draining me, and you know, and uh, just looking at like, God, man, I've already been here eight months, nine months, ten months, a year, and I'm just like, yo, I just want to get the fuck out of here. And a lot of people quit, and I've seen a lot of my Ranger buddies, man. Like there was other Rangers there that that had came um, during the Q course, and because it was so long. Like halfway through would opt out, like, yo, I just want to go back. Yeah. Because they're just like, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's too long. So, like, I would tell everybody is that you've got to have patience when you're going through the Q course. You got to think at the end goal. You know what I mean? And then and, and that goes for both. Like, you got to think about the end goal and you got to think about what you uh, started it for. Like, what, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to get the fucking tambourine. If you're not at range, like bypassing, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, if that's what you want or you want to be there, guess what, man? You just got to put up with all this shit and just go on. Uh, same thing with, you know, with the uh, Green Beret. Like, you got to understand this is a long path, man. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's long and it's tedious, and you got to stay focused on your goal and, and what the end goal is, or else it will fucking eat you up and you'll, and you'll end up making a decision that you're going to regret later on. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. What would you say the biggest differences between Ranger and, and SF is like just kind of general terms, life and, and, and both. What is the biggest differences? Oh, wow. Um, so for me, um, in my opinion, the range of time, so the difference for me was Ranger Battalion um, is more, it's, it, it's, it's a family. Like, you know what I mean? It is a family. It, it, it is a tight-knit family that you spend more than with your actual family, kid's wife. You know what I mean? So you become very close. Um, so how, how you interact with each other and how you treat each other is a lot different. And not even that. But the age difference, you know, the average age, I think, Ranger Battalion, and I, I believe it's like 20 or 21 or something like that. I think that's like the average. Uh, where like Ranger Battalion and uh, uh, SF, you know, the average age on a team could be like 30 fucking five or 30, I'm saying 30 something, like 30, which is a huge difference in, in maturity. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, and to me, SF is ran more like a business. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you got your work associates, and that's your work associates, where, like, random time, those are your brothers. Like, you 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 eat with them, you sleep with them, you you know what I mean? You do everything with them. Where here, I go to work, do my part of, you know what I'm saying, of this machine to keep it moving, and I go home. You know what I mean? Uh, you, I'm saying you'll have a little get-togethers and shit like that, but everybody's just more concentrated on themselves. Random time, they're more concentrated on the, on, on, on the fucking bigger mission. You know what I mean? Um, they're more about what's good for the unit. You know what I mean? Where I believe for me in SF, it's it's everybody's kind of more out there for themselves. You know what I mean? Um, 
it's it's more i hate to say it but it's more individual uh, individualistic type shit you know what i mean and i think that starts um you know like i was just talking to somebody the other day and, and, and i i think that starts from rip and the q course and selection because you know at rip you got to work together right like that's the whole thing the whole time like you it's like you're always getting smoked if one dude fucks up so you start working together as a team from rip from that moment you're already starting to like help each other out and make sure this dude scored away or you know hey man he's fucked up so we're gonna make sure to help him out more where from the get from sfas and the q course you're always by yourself like you know what i mean you're concentrated on you passing your port your part but who you start with it, it, it changes so much so you have to always think about yourself you know what i mean so by the time you get to group you're about yourself you're not about the bigger mission anymore you it's it's just, it's just about you and you know the other thing is rainy battalion um is we are we are skilled at very specific things and that is what the fuck we train on like that's it like we don't deviate from that and that is why we are fucking good at what we do that is why we're good at raids that's why we're good at you know what i'm saying cqb and flight you know what i'm saying that's why we're good at all that because that is what the fuck we do that's our bread and butter you know what i mean so we can't fuck that up so that's what our whole training cycle and everything uh, um circulates around that is what you do all the fucking time we're in sf you're a jack of all trades you know what i mean but a master of none and and it's hard um you know a buddy of mine said it the other day it's very hard man when you've got all these things that you got to be good at but you can't pick one to just focus on it's you know what i mean yeah. yeah yeah so like but again um you know for me you know like i told you before i'm always gonna be a bat boy like that's my heart like that's 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 like in my fucking blood in my bone man and that will never change but i also still believe that range battalion is a great place to start it's a great stepping stone it's a great way to get your experience to get you know what i mean to experience tactically technically you know what i mean and and, and develop as a leader i think it's a fucking outstanding place i don't think it's long term you know what I mean? So if you're thinking about, career, you know what I'm saying, end of end of career, after career, you're not going to want to be in range of battalion. You're going to want to, you know what I'm saying, go somewhere else. And um, that's what I'm saying about it's a great stepping stone because even range of battalion opens up so many other doors. And, and you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Right. But in SF, you could do so many things. Like you could be like, yo, I want to be more ASO. You know what I mean? Um, 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 uh, I want to specialize in ASO, you know what I mean? So I want to go to this to this unit right here, you know what I mean? Or, hey, I want to be an intel guy. So, like, the options are always there. Or, hey, I want to go dive. Or, okay, hey, you know, I want to go to Halo team. Like, the, the options are all there. So you can always change, but th there's not one thing that you can just be like, you know, this is what – this is my job. This is my lane. This is it. Like, you still got to fucking do all these other things. Um, so – I think that's the biggest difference, but I tell everybody, I would have never experienced the, the the things that I've experienced as far as seeing the world or even expanding my knowledge expanded when I got here, like, like crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like I went from just knowing CQB, you know, raids and you know what I'm saying? Battle drills to now I'm learning all this other cool shit. You know what I mean? And you know, it's big boy rules. So like, if you want to, you have to take control of your career and drive it in the direction that you want to go. You know what I mean? So, like, if you want to go to a certain school, nobody's going to make you go to any school unless, you know, it's a school that, 
that's needed for the team. But as, as far as everything else, like it's up to you to like go find what schools are open, what what are the dates? And that was something that was very different for me. But like that after a while, I was like, oh, wow, like I can if I can justify, you know, whatever school I want, I can go like, you know, what I'm saying as long as there's a slot, I can go. And and, you know, big boy rules, man, as far as like, you know, you 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 fly commercial. So like you you get you know what I'm saying you just treat it differently, which and, and it's again, that goes back to the whole age age difference you know what i mean but you know like i get asked all the time and and i hope i answered your question but you know i get asked all the time like hey man like what's the difference two 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 completely fucking different like day and night like day and night you know what i mean um so it, it all depends what you want to do and what you see yourself doing five six ten years from now you know what i mean like but if you just want to go and just you know shoot people and and, it was, and do that shit and you go to Ranger Battalion, like you know what I mean. If that, if that is what you want to do, that's where you go. Um, but if you see yourself doing like Intel, and you got all these different options in your mind that you want to do, like, hey man, I want to be Halo, but I also want to go Intel one day. Then Ranger Battalion is probably not the way you want to go. You know what I mean? Like, but again, it's it's a great step, you know, stepping stone, like I said. So, you know, like when people ask me that, man, it's 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 a hard question for me to answer because it's it comes down to what you want to do. You know what I mean? Um, because they're two completely, completely different units, completely different mission sets. Yeah. And so. my, my question is, uh, you know, I can speak for me personally, like, uh, I thought battalion was, was a meat grinder, a lot of fun at times, but yep. uh, by the end of my, you know, I only did one, one term by the end of that, I was getting shots in my ass, you know, like, uh, for my back pain. Yeah. And, and so it's, uh, whenever I see guys do, uh, you know, 20 years there or close to, they're usually broke off and, and crazy, yeah. you know, by the end of that. So would you say, would you say SF is, uh, is, uh, is like that in any way? Like, no, <laughs> like, are you saying as far as like breaking you down like that? Like being a like, meat grinder. Yeah. Just, nah, 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 not at all, man. Like, it, like, so, you know, it's funny you say that, man, like SF, you know, Obviously, there's, I mean, you know, there are, there are alpha males, but the, the personalities in Ranger Battalion is completely different. Like, very aggressive, very, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're always turned on all the time, you know what I mean? Um, but it's a meat grinder because we're so fucking busy, like, you know what I mean? With the deployments and the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like you said, man, it's a meat grinder. Like, you don't have time. It's constant training, constant deployments. It's just nonstop where, you know, although you can stay busy in SF, if I come to work and there ain't shit to do, guess what, man? I don't sit around. You know what I mean? And, you know, we ruck and we do all that shit only when we need to for, like, you know, just to stay, you know, uh, physically fit, you know what I mean? And, and be able to still do our job properly. But as far as, you know, like for us, remember, like, in SF, I, I mean, in Rainier Baton, like, I think, like, every Thursday or something was, like, a ruck day, you know what I mean? Like, for, like, PT or something like that, it was, like, a Thursday or something we don't have that shit in our stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times it's do PT on your own. Like the training events are, you know, they are what they are. Like they're not, I, I personally don't think that there is as strenuous as hard, as hard as, you know, the ones I did in Ranger Battalion, you know, like you said, where they were a meat grinder, like the fixed wings and, you know what I mean? The rotary wings and all that shit, man. It takes a lot out of you, man, where, you know, here, um, in SF, like, 
like bro like you go to like like you drive to the fucking range and you know you got your barbecue and all that shit out there you know, like, <laughs> you know what i mean and like you know like you might do a couple drills as a team as a as a team you know what i mean but for the most part like there's people just doing their own shit over here doing their own shit over there like you know it's 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 it, i mean it's and, and that's what i'm saying it's a different environment like at an sf you don't have to be that way you know what i'm saying it doesn't have to be a meat grinder like you know it is an sf because of the mission sets right because they're so you know what i'm saying it, you know um you know because one day you know like an sf we're in range battalion you know it's, it's it's the same shit all the time man like you know what i mean I, I can tell you right now what they're doing if 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 i just know whether they did fixed wing or rotary and i can tell you the rest of the year you know what i mean like like that's how like routine it is there sf yeah. every day is fucking different and the reason i say why it's not a me grinder is this man because like one day guess what i might be you know out the field you know climbing some mountains and carrying a ruck and doing doing repelling and doing x y and z but then there might be another deployment where i'm staying in a hotel on a fucking resort somewhere <laughs> right like you get what i'm saying so it's it's so different um day and night and that is what i tell everybody like if you want to test yourself really really want to test yourself go to your time like if you want to test yourself to see you know what i mean if you're a fucking badass and if you can you know say hey what it go to fucking rainy battalion like go test your shit over there and then and then come somewhere else you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. i'm sure you run into this on on your platform like uh, that's a common question that i get and and i got somebody's done both so really get to clear yeah. that up yeah man yeah man you know but it's simple you know what i mean and like i'm saying the other thing you always get asked is is like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? And, and you know, like, I always think about it. And I'm always like, bro, like, I know it sounds stupid and just simple, but, like, it's really that simple. Just go do it and, and just don't quit. Like, I think people expect, like, this complicated answer. Like, you know, do I need to ruck, you know, six miles a day for X monum, you know, with this weight? I'm like, bro, like, like yes, you got to be able to carry a ruck. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many, how, how many miles you walk, man. Like if you don't have the heart or the mentality, you know what I mean? Like I could put a rock on and walk like no matter what, you know what I mean? But at, at some point I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? That, that thought of quitting is going to come in there. What am I going to do with it? Right. So yeah, man, to, that's it. Yeah, man. Trying to break it down. A lot of people try to break it down to the nitty gritty. They want to know what to do. They want a whole, uh, whole layout, but guys just take it, uh, take it one step at a time. I agree with that baby steps. Yeah. Yeah, man. You got to, man. And, and, not even that, like, you know, like at selection, you know, we'll catch uh, students, candidates with with like day to day stuff from their old from their old friends. You know what I mean? But we change things up sometimes. And what happens is, man, like if you trying to G2 everything and you're trying to like find out like the secret, you know what I mean? And somebody tries to tell you their secret and you get there and things change up now that you've been planning for a ruck and now we go do something completely different. You're you're going to be like you're going to be mind fucking yourself. You know what I mean? So like I, you know what I'm saying, like you just said, day by day, and just just go and just do it, man. Like don't quit, and, and it's it's that easy, man. I wanted to flow into what you're doing now, by the way. So we talked a little bit about your podcast. Can you tell us uh, more about like your platform, what you're doing, and and uh, how to get people to it? Yeah, man. So you know, um, um, mental health is the uh, foundation. That's the basis of it all, but. Uh, also to motivate and inspire, um, you know, everybody, not just veterans, not just, you know, um, um, military oriented people, just everybody, man, because, you know, we all go through things, whether 
you know, you went to combat and you got PTSD or you're, you know, the stay at home wife who gets her ass beat all the time. You know what I mean? Who's, who's an abusive uh, relationship is going through the same shit mentally that anybody else's, you know what I mean? But how we all deal with it is, 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 is the thing. And it's such a stigma and it's so uh, taboo to say, I'm not okay. It's so, you know, wrong to say, Hey man, like I'm depressed or, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and my, my aim is to make it more of a conversation, you know what I'm saying? As it's more, you know what I'm saying? It's already uh, been starting to become a conversation, but I want to make it to be more of a conversation and not even just a conversation, but that everybody can learn from each other, whether you're a SEAL, a Navy SEAL, a Ranger, uh, Ranger Green Beret, or like I said, stay at home wife or a teacher or whatever. Cause we all go through some shit, you know what I mean? But we all can learn and, and pick up uh from that and how to deal with it how to prevent you know from suicides and you know falling into that you know hard depression where you you know it it, it you know just shuts you down um because it all it all takes everything from you man and, and you know also on 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 like instagram i do a lot of um motivational reel uh reels daily daily reels you know what i mean and um you know it's just you know like i call them tom's daily reminder and, and you know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. Like when I was down and out, man, at my darkest, you know, um, when people would tell me s small motivating stuff like that, that would make me feel a little bit better. And I remember that. And like the more I'm doing it now, not even, you know, that I'm helping some people, hopefully, but I'm helping myself out at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, cause, right. cause th that positivity and that it j just makes me happy to be happy. You know what I mean? Right. Where, where before uh, I was so, you know, I always say this, but so turned on. I was always so like just switched on. You know what I mean? That uh, I didn't really have time to en enjoy too much stuff or be happy. You know what I mean? Even though you know uh, I'm alive, but yeah, man. So it's you know just a place, and 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 also you know mental health. But like when I talk about motivation and inspiration, like I tell people this all the time. The reason you survive in in Ranger Battalion, SF, or in the community, or, or you know what I'm saying anywhere in the military, is is um working together and looking out for each other. You know what I'm saying? So by, by doing this and talking and, and, you know, it, it gives everybody an opportunity to, to not even make it okay to talk about, but to look at your boys and, you know what I mean? And know, Hey man, I need to step in now. I need to, you know what I'm saying? Intervene right now. Like something ain't right. And whatever, however this conversation goes, I got to tell him or her, you know, what's going on and what I'm observing. You know what I mean? And, and, um, for me, that has helped me, you know, before it's, it's just being able to talk and like, let that stuff out. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's, um, so also that's where I was going with it, with the inspiration and motivation is, is, you know, like I tell people like being in Rainier Battalion and in like SF, you know, also how you survive is, is, is by surrounding yourself by the go-getters. You know what I mean? When you surround yourself by all the people that are, you know, the fastest ruckers, the fastest runners, the, the strongest guys, it makes you want to be stronger. It wants, you know what I'm saying? It makes you want to, to, you know, like my boy said it the other day, in Ranger Battalion, it was such a, um, it was a brotherly challenge all the time because like you always, even though that was your boy, you wanted to beat him in whatever next event was coming up. Like you wanted to be better than him, you know what I mean? So the also the inspiration and motivation part of the podcast is to show man, like, look, like, Look who I surround myself around. You know what I'm saying? People who are successful, people who are go-getters, people who are motivated, happy, positive. That is who I got around. And that's who I bring on the, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody I bring on the podcast right now, I know very well. You know what I mean? Like so, um, 
you know, to see all these successful people is because I didn't allow myself to be around the negativity and around the people who the naysayers and the, you know what I mean? The people who didn't believe I always surrounded myself with that. So like, you know, when I bring people on here, it, it, it goes to show people like, Hey man, look, even though he goes through the stuff where he has gone through this or, or even if they haven't, Look at how successful they are because they're out there getting what they're trying to, you know, saying what they want to get, man. And I think hearing that sometimes, you know how it is, man. You might hear something too. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I hear something motivational, whatever, and I go, fuck. Yeah, man, I need to get my shit together. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes I think we just need that. Just a little, you know, hey, like you can be successful, like, but you got to work at it. Like, you know what I mean? And that's why I try to bring on also, you know, like eventually I want to bring on like I've got so many I'm saying like we all do, I've got so many successful friends that like I just want to bring on and be like, look, like you can do it, man. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, and 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 also for the younger generation of guys that are either going in or are or, or in, you know, when I say the mental health is for these younger generations now to see this and hear this and go, fuck, I don't want to be like these dudes. Like, you know what I mean? Like because how did we all get here is by bottling everything up for fucking 18 19 you know what I'm saying years you know what i mean like bottling all that shit up so like i want to be able to also make a conversation to where these younger dudes that are listening to this like see that and they see what we have gone through and you know what i'm saying and, and try to deter them from going down that same fucking route like hey go get help now you're feeling this way go talk to somebody you know what i mean because I mean, you know, we got to help out our brothers, man. We got to look out for each other. You know what I mean? This is this is a family, man, you know? So, yeah. I agree. And that's why I think it's great that we sprinkle this in the podcast, you know, because cover cover uh, what I cover. And then and then this is in there, too. It's like a little yeah. nugget of, hey, remember this because yep. you're going to run into this later. And, and you be, you know, you guys coming up, you guys be the difference, you know? Uh, I, exactly. I think it's great. I think it's great what you're doing. I appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You're super and like qualified, I, and and to hear those thoughts from you is is very inspirational. Shit, thank you, man. Um, yeah, man, that's you know, that's what it's about, man. Just helping out, and, and you know, you know, like I was telling you right before we started recording, like, um, you know, and I was just talking about the whole range of time thing, like, like watching your growth and watching your success, like, motivates me, like it really does, man. And like, you know, when I see any other my range of buddies, like, it literally motivates me to just. To, to fuck me, I got to do better. I got to do better. You know what I mean? Like, like I got to do this and I can't slack today. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, you know, it's about just looking out for each other, man. You know what I mean? All of us, Ranger SF, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. So spread positivity, happiness, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's such a difference, man, when you transition from, you know, being, being negative or having negativity around you to, not accepting negativity anymore and just being positive you know what i mean helps helps a lot yeah puts me in a whole puts me in a whole different fucking mood man game changer and and yeah, it's man. so awesome to have you guys in my in my network uh you among uh others uh, everybody's been great same, same man and same. i can't i can't wait to see where you go from here so yeah bro thank you man thank yeah. you for having me on man yeah i appreciate you coming on and, and for you guys who are listening i appreciate you guys and, and hope everybody has a great day